with Christine. Are you willing to step into your greatness? Are you ready to shine? Well, get ready, Truth Seeker. You're in for an amazing ride. And now, here's the host of the show, Christine Blasdale. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Out of the Box with Christine. I am your host, Christine Blasdale, your expert authority coach, helping you get the word out on your business and your brand through podcasting, video marketing, you name it. Um, I am your, the guru of getting the word out. That's, that's not official. That's not a trademark a phrase. It's just how I feel. Uh, I, you know what? Buckle up, buttercup, because today's show is going to be exciting, exhilarating, inspirational, motivational, funny, what else? Maybe some drama thrown in, right? A little true crime, who knows? No, just just stay tuned because um, the show today is gonna be amazing. And especially for those of you who, you know, you're a coach, you're a consultant, you're a solopreneur, uh, and you wanna get the word out on your business. If you've been listening to me for any amount of time, you know I, tell you to create a podcast and a YouTube channel. So, so you have the video version of that podcast. I tell you to do that because it is one of the best ways to market what it is that you do to tell the world how amazing you are and to drive that point home uh, today in, in conversation is, um, uh, you know what? I just, I'm so happy she came into my life. Brie Campano. Campano? Yeah, there you go. You Brie got Campano. it. Campano. It sounds like, <laughs> exactly. It sounds like a pasta. I'm going to have some campano campieri. Yes, calamari. Uh, Let's do it. Brie is um, also known as the clever biatch. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, someone who's I'm wearing right now, for those of you who are watching the video, you can see. And for those listening, you can't, but just go on YouTube. I'm wearing my little Boss AF uh, beanie because it's winter here in Australia. And when I uh, saw your uh, your your tag name, your fun name, the clever biatch. I was like, girl, we are sisters from another mister. We are yes, sisters. We are. Oh my gosh. So welcome to Out of the Box with Christine, darling. Hey, thanks so much. I am so happy to be here. I am so glad that we did connect and became fast friends already because that's just the way it works when you are a boss AF, <laughs> you know, and that's the way we roll. It, it's so much fun to be here. And I'm sorry that it's winter there. It'll be winter here soon because I'm up north uh, in the United States, way up uh, by the Canadian border a bit. Ooh. And so it's it, it's winter here 10 months of the year. So so you're so you're relishing in the warmth of the moment. Yes, yes indeed. Ah, well, I my heart is all warm because, uh, again, um, coming into contact with you, I knew that. Um, th- well, I just knew that we were kindred spirits. And I knew also um, I wanted to get you on the show right away because I think we we both we both think along the same lines. But when someone else says it, it's even more powerful. But um, you you have your own podcast as well, don't you? I do. I have uh, Clever Conversations. It's in its fourth season, I think now. So it's been around a little bit. I've had some fun with it. And I am just loving you know, my thing is that I love to network with people and I love to meet people. And if if that's part of your business, you really should have a podcast because it is such a great way to really get to know somebody. You know, you go to a networking and you meet somebody and you're like, I don't even know what you do or if it relates to what I do, but I want to know more and I want to know you because you're cool. And a podcast is a great excuse to do that and make great connections and, and get dive deeper with somebody to really get to know who they are and what they're about. So did yes. you find that when what you were doing? I mean, that that's Absolutely. one of my favorite things. Yeah, well, I have, you know, and I have, I have 20 something years in radio in broadcasting and uh, I loved, and I had long format. I got to like actually have long conversations and we're supposed to do a break. It wasn't really a commercial break that we were supposed to do, but we were supposed to do a break, a station ID. And I'll tell you, if I had a really interesting guest on, 
uh, and I have over the years, I've had some amazing people, so gifted and beautiful. Um, I would just keep talking to them and, and get into it, not just do these little sound bites, but actually find out like, where did they come from? How did they get to where they are today? And I think that story binds us, you know, as human beings, we can relate to someone maybe going through some rough times or starting off in, you know, in not such a great situation, but then making the best of it. And so I do love the whole format of podcasting. It was a natural progression for me um, because also I wanted to make these conversations available to more people and not just people living in Southern California and Los Angeles in the metro area, so to speak. I wanted it to get out. And so um, as a wonderful Brie, the clever Biatch was saying, it's, um, it's a great uh, tool to get to know somebody, but also to share that person with your audience. And I think that's uh, extremely important. And you can get into deep conversations, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You can get into some great conversations and you find a little bit more out about the person more than just the business. And I think that's what people, you know, the audience, that's what people are looking for in business right now is because there's, you know, you'll see there's so many people that do the same kind of thing. So what is the thing? What is that differentiator that you have? What is the thing that people are drawn to? And that is you. It is you and who you are and your persona. And when you have those kinds of conversation, when you share stories about yourself and you share the stories that you bring on with your guests, it's a way for your audience or your clients or whatever it might be to really connect with you and know who you are. And that's the difference. And so that's what podcasting has done for me is that it's been able to let, let people into my world. Um, and I say, you know, sometimes if, you know, if you get to that point where you can almost read the phone book and they just want to hang out with you, like, that's what, that's like the thing. I mean, obviously you're not going to do that because it's not really great. It's not it's great good, content, but it's gold. But come on, yeah. it's not, but I'm just saying is that you share that part of that, that authentic self of who you are with people because you can't really fake that. Right. Like no. you, like if you see me on a podcast, I'm the same person in real life. Like that's just who I am. I can't fake it. I don't know how to be anybody but myself. Right. So, and if I tried, I would probably fail at it. So this is who I am and people are drawn to it. Either they love me or they hate me. I'm cool. Either way you get to choose, but the ones that do love me are drawn in. And that's what I want them to get that from me. I want them to understand who Brie is, who am I and what am I about? And that podcast is like the perfect platform for doing that. Oh, so it's I, been huge. Absolutely. And, you know, I coach, I coach a lot of clients on branding and, and, and I just recently did a masterclass on how to develop your personal brand. And I was driving home the point. It's not about your logo. It's not about that even, you know, although I do hold a great deal of um, value in a really good headshot or a promo shot, you know, you, you got to look professional. It can't be some old selfie from, you know, 2000, but your personal brand is you, you know, are there other coaches out there? Are there other podcast coaches and, and um, you know, uh, radio folk? Yeah. But there's nobody that has the same experience as I have right? And gone through all the trials and tribulations and all the experiences. And the same thing with you, Brie, is that there is no one, you have a unique fingerprint. And what I try and get to across to my clients is that if you have a business, especially if you're a coach, consultant, a service provider, you need to, it's not about standing out in the crowd. You need to connect with your audience or your potential customers or clients and show them who you are and mm -hmm. also make yourself be trustworthy because you know if you're asking people to give you some money in exchange for your time you need to be trustworthy and that's why um of course i love podcasting and vodcasting which is you know the video version of that because video is a way for you to connect with people from all around the world and they get to look into your eyes and they don't, you know, if they see you being shifty eyed, <laughs> you know, but they get to actually see the, the human being and those pauses and just your personality. So I think it's one of the best tools and um, you having your own podcast, maybe we can let our wonderful listeners and viewers know about some 
some tips and tricks that we can uh, give to them about how to market their business through a podcast and a YouTube channel, right? Absolutely. I think that, you know, you have to spend the time on your podcast serving your audience. I was told recently that like the title and description on your podcast is a promise you make to your audience. And so we can talk about clickbaity things. We can talk about how we build those things, but really what you're doing with your podcast and what you're talking about on your podcast is you're serving your audience. You're serving the people, you're adding value. You're taking them on a journey as they spend their 10 minutes with you, 30 minutes with you, five minutes, whatever it might be, you're taking them on a journey and you're hoping that when they finish that podcast, that episode, that they're better for it. And so when you're doing those kinds of things to serve your audience, you are serving the people that you want to, that you want to work with, that will want to work with you because they see the value that you bring. You're giving them all this information, you're lifting their day, you're offering advice, you're sharing parts of yourself. And those things create a beautiful relationship with the people that you, that you want to serve. And so that's the, I think that's the secret of podcasting is always taking them on that journey and giving them something so that they're the better for having spent their time with you. Cause that's the most valuable thing we have. So whatever time that they want to spend with you, if you, if you're doing the right things and if you're always keeping what their needs are in mind, then, which is what you do for your business, right? That's what we're doing with our business is we're trying to serve our people. So a podcast is an extension of that, but it's a deeper connection that they can make with you. I love that. And and you're respecting their time. You know, Mm -hmm. um, I I think that's really important. And, and um, another, you know, a great, a great, tip that I've and this is just from years and years of doing this stuff uh doing the radio uh programming that I did for 20 something years and then doing podcasting for about seven is because we live in a sometimes we can live in a bubble or when we're when we're a solopreneur an entrepreneur we just think it's we're kind of isolated right we're in our office we're in our basement wherever you're at and when we create a podcast to help you know connect with our audience or to serve to make another service when we create that podcast sometimes we don't we just we think we're throwing pasta on the wall right i'm going to create a podcast i'm going to create an episode and i'm going to throw it up there and whoever listens to it listens to it and i don't know who they are and it can that can be a very lonely experience and also sometimes you don't put your best foot forward when you do that and so what i try and do with my um my coaching clients when I'm showing them how to create a podcast is I say this, I said, think in your mind, who is someone or or people doesn't have to be one person could be several people that you really admire that you really admire in life. Maybe they're, they're, they're someone that you, you know, you love their books. uh, You love their performances. It could be a singer. It could be an actor. It could be a politician. I don't care, but someone that you really truly admire and imagine them listening to you or in the case of uh, your video on YouTube watching you now will you know if that person is actually listening to you or watching you you don't but if you go into your episode thinking that they are going to hear you or catch you somehow all of a sudden we kind of you know it's kind of like when you when you're playing sports and you know that you're, you know, you know that your crush is watching you <laughs> or, or maybe your grandparents made that special trip to come see your softball game, right? All of a sudden you're like, you're looking really sharp, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're adjusting your cap a little bit, right? Cause they might take a photo when you do that. It does, it, it levels you up a bit and uh, you never know. And I'll do a quick story on that. I many, many years ago, you know, I wrote for America Online. I worked for them for about a year and a half or two years, something like that. It was so long ago. And I wrote through a cartoon character, not Christine. I wrote through a cartoon character called Beatbox Betty. And to this day, people who used to follow on the entertainment channel in, in AOL, they'll, they'll go, oh my God, you're Beatbox Betty? Get out of here. What, what? what? And so I wrote this daily column and it was an entertainment column. It was very cheesy, very head a hopper, 
gossipy kind of thing, but not not horribly mean or anything like that. And really true movie reviews, right? Okay, so I was honest. So one time I was uh, at a restaurant in Los Angeles and I was having some food with a friend of mine and uh, the table, like just just like maybe a table or two over was Lily Tomlin and her partner at the time. They're, they're married now, but their partner at the time, Jane Wagner. And for those of you who don't know, Lily Tomlin, you know, everybody knows, pretty much everybody on the planet knows Lily. But Jane is really, she's, she's the machine behind uh, Lily. You know, she's a great writer. She is very, nobody really makes a big fuss about Jane, but I know who she is. So I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, Lily Tomlin and Jane Wagner are over there. And my friend's like, go, go over there and introduce yourself. Say hi. I was like, no, I'm not going to be that person who goes up to a celebrity and, you know, ask for an autograph or, you know, bugs them. They're, they're having dinner. I don't want to do it. So I'm sitting there and that pull is still kind of, oh gosh, I would really love to say hello, but, and my friend goes, go on, go on. So I finally, I got the courage up. I said, okay, I'll be really quick. I'm just going to go over there, say hi, and say how amazing they are. So I gather up my courage. I walk over there and I, you know, they're looking down at their food and I come over and I go, hi, Lily, Jane. Hi. I just wanted to say, I just, I, I love you both. And I think you're amazing. And um, I don't want to interrupt you, but I just, I just wanted to come over and say how, how great you are, whatever. <laughs> and uh, they look up at me and uh, it was Jane, I think, who said, oh, how nice of you. Thank you. And what's your name? And instead of saying Christine, for some reason, I said, well, I said, my name's Christine, but I'm also known as Beatbox Betty. And they both put their forks down and went, what? And I'm like, <laughs> and, and Jane goes uh, to Lily, she goes, oh my God, Lily, that's Beatbox Betty. We love you. We love you. You're so funny. That's what Lily said to me. She goes, and you're so funny. And I was like, am I being punked? Like, is there a camera around here? Right? I couldn't believe it. And so the moral of the story is you never know who's reading your blog or following you on social media or listening to your podcast or watching your videos. It could very well be someone that you really admire. So if you put that in your head, every time you put something out and you create content, it's gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna knock it out of the park. Will Lily Tomlin be listening to you or watching you or whoever your absolute idol is? Maybe, maybe not, but that doesn't matter, right? I just thought I'd throw that story in. That's such- That's a great I, story. Oh. It's so, it's so cool. Because you do, you don't ever know. And, and you might, and it's more than just like, it could be a famous person. It could be somebody that's, you know, that you, that you've dreamt of meeting or wanting to like hang out with, but it's also those people whose lives that you might touch and might change and might make those impactful Think You can make such a difference and you may never know it, but if you're putting that message out there, it's, yeah. it could change a life. Right. It could Absolutely. be that could be that one thing, you know, um, I'm a big fan of Marie Forleo and she has her, one of her biggest things is everything is figure outable. And I took that, that saying years ago, and I've said it for years with my kids and I'm always like, everything's figure outable, right? We'll figure it out. We'll find a way to make it happen. We'll find a way to get through it. We'll find a way to make things better or okay. Um, whatever it might've been that they were going through. And it wasn't until about a, a couple of years ago, my, my oldest son came home for Christmas and he was like, mom, I have to tell you something. And I said, what is that? And he That's said, never great. You know, <laughs> I know. Right. I know. And I don't see him that much. So it was tough. And he said, you know, I was going through a really, really rough time. I was really down and out. I was very depressed. Wasn't reaching out to anybody very much. And I started to have some thoughts that weren't healthy for me. Aww. And what came to my mind was what you had said for many years. And it's everything is figure outable. 
Now I told that story to Marie Forleo and she was so touched by it, but you never know what the, even in and she, and he didn't even hear her say it. He heard me repeat it from what I had heard from her, but you never know how you can change a life or make a difference. And I was also very proud that he listened to his mom and kept that knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> mom points, but, but still, you know, and it's so it's something that like, and I actually have it tattooed on my leg now. It's all the way down the side of my leg. So Everything is figureoutable. Right? I love that. Now that's going to be emblazoned upon my brain as well. There you I, go. I love that. That's um, what you need. And, you know, the beautiful thing about having this platform of, you know, of a podcast, of a YouTube channel, is not only do you not know who you're going to, whose lives you're going to impact, but um, the creativity that it can unleash is like crazy. And I know that we wanted to um, give some some tips and some advice uh, for people who maybe are just starting off with their podcast or maybe they have a podcast and they need to revamp it a little bit. Um, but let's talk about that, that creativity. Um, what kind of stuff have you what kind of stuff have you been doing that has really helped spur that creativity when it comes to your podcast and uh, vodcast? Because I know it, your show is also available on YouTube as well. It is. It is. And I love that I'm on YouTube. Um, I think the video, there's something about being, and I do a lot of stuff live as well, because I like that anything can happen and it's not scripted and we don't know what's going to say, we're going to say next. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, and it just heightens everything and you're just really spot on and you pay attention more. I love that, that the way I love that energy. I'm all about energy. So I really love how that like brings a lot more energy to it. But I think there's something magical about being able to, to speak those things that are in your head out loud, those things that you're thinking about, those those moments that you have and sharing those with an audience. And so don't be afraid to do that. I I can't stress enough pe to people like get used to it. If it's a if it's something that's really hard for you or you're like, I don't know if I can talk into a mic and I'm I'm going to look silly and stuff. And I'm like, first of all, sillier you look, sometimes the better. The most popular things I've done have been when I have screwed things up. So that's always good. Good to know. The screw ups make great TV, as they say. Um, and practice. Get get used to talking. I I did in the past year, I did probably 300 live episodes 300 they're not all mine but um i was a co-host on another show and i we did a live show every day monday through friday Jeez. so i did that for a year almost a year not quite not quite a year but almost a year and so i just got really good at it and got i, I stopped looking at myself sometimes it's hard if you're doing something by yourself if you're a podcaster and you want to do video and it scares the bejeebers out of you um one of my old coaches tiffany kane said put a big piece of paper over your screen so you can't see yourself oh wow stop looking so you don't have to look at yourself because you'll start picking yourself apart and it shakes yeah. up that confidence that you have so that's okay like check your hair, fix the hat, do your thing, make sure it's all set right. And then put something in front of it. And then just look at the camera and talk to it like it's your friend and keep practicing doing that. That's been I one like of the that. biggest things that was just, and it's just, it's easy because, and then after a while you don't need the paper anymore and you're just used to doing, you're used to looking at the right place so that you're looking at the camera and put that camera up a little higher. That's my, that's the other, I see a lot of people that put it like, um, They'll put it lower and it's just not as flattering. I know that's something that's kind of a vain thing, but like put it up a little higher. So you're looking up into it. Because when looking... you do a, how many people take selfies like this, right? We take selfies like this. That's right. right? We put this up, <laughs> right? We're doing, do you know why we do this? Because we look better. We look better. So Let me your, tell you, my your... arms, if my arms could get longer, that would be awesome. Because it's, yeah, it's crying. All right. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, that's that is something when it comes to the video version of the podcast, when people are recording that a, a lot of my clients, especially the women that are a little bit older, they mm -hmm. have this. They're like, I hate myself on camera. I don't like the way I look. I'm, I'm you know, I'm constantly worried about that. And I love the idea of blocking the, the monitor so you don't see. But mm -hmm. I also um, what I what I try and tell them is instead of it being about you and how you look 
right? Mm-hmm. Remember what you want to, it's about the audience or your clients or, you know, mm-hmm. it's, think about, because a lot of the, the folks that want to do a podcast, they want to help people, right? They, they, um, they want to give them some sort of inspiration or motivation, or they want to help them lose weight, whatever it is, if they're a, a, a fitness coach or a life coach, right? It's about helping people. And so if that's your true destiny and what you really want to do, then take it away from what you look like and focus in on that person that you're helping. Right. Exactly. Because, and, and when you do that, like there was one client who, um, she was a performance artist too. And so she could do all kinds of crazy things on stage, but when it came to her being on camera, she was like, but her whole thing is that she wanted to, uh, to encourage young people to, to create art, to become, to be, use more creativity. And so I just said, focus on those kids, focus on the kids that you're trying to excite about creating art and performance art and things like that. And once she made that switch, it was easier for her because then she wasn't, it wasn't about how she looked. It was about her impact that she could make. That is so smart. That is so smart. Yeah. And, and be creative like that. I think you have to think differently when you're podcasting and, and, and be creative and try new things. Don't be afraid to try things and don't be afraid to fail at those things. So I like crazy ideas. I like doing things differently. I used to do, I was doing a lot of live stuff and recording stuff when I was out on the boat in the rain under an umbrella, I would do, you know, cause I, I, I always thought it was really funny to like do things on location. I love that. I can't I really the, do a, a lot. I love the idea of listening to somebody in, a, in the rain under an umbrella with the rain hitting it. I think that's awesome. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, it was like, it wasn't planned, but it, the rain hit, you know, things happen. It is what it is. I said, I was going to do it. I'm going to do it. So pulled out the umbrella and just kept going. And so like, it was, I think it was mid roll too. Like it was like all of a sudden, this, like the thunder, like there wasn't thunder and lightning. Cause I wouldn't have been on the lake at the time. So I was in a boat too, of course. Oh, so, geez. you know, so then the umbrella just went up and I was just like, all right, well, it looks like this is what it's going to be today. And, um, it took my mind off the nervousness. It took my yeah, mind yeah. off, like all of the other stuff. And then I could just focus and have fun. And that's, it was great. Right. So don't be afraid of those things. Be creative. Try something different, like standing under an umbrella in the rain or, you know, talking to people that random people and asking them a question. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah. Those are, those are like, you get great answers. Always. I guess. You get, you do, you get crazy ones and that's okay. And you get great. Like it's, it's so much fun. So try some of the things that sound really, really crazy and are actually really brilliant. Cause you're all brilliant. You know, we're all brilliant. We have these great moments of a lot of people think of things when they're in the shower. So find a way to like, keep track of what you thought of or an idea that you had and then see, Oh, can we do that? I don't know. Everything's figure outable. Right. So we can, let's do that. Um, and have fun with it because I think the more fun you're having, the more fun they're going to have, cause you're going to share that joy and that passion with them, whatever it might be. Yeah. So you, you want to have be having a good time, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, doing the, your show, your podcast, um, because that's going to be contagious to your to your audience as well. A hundred percent. And you mentioned something in the shower. One of the exercises that I have for I have you know, some people when they first start off, they have this desire to have a podcast. They really want to do it, but they don't like their voice. <laughs> and that's yeah. a big part of it. Right. They don't like their voice. And they, oh, I hate my voice. I don't know if it's right. Is, is it good enough? And and so what I a little exercise I like to do is uh, we, we all have that song, right? It's a favorite song or it's a song that when we were little, we could we knew the words to, you know, we grew up, we heard it so many times. Whatever that song is, there's probably a karaoke version of it. OK, and um, and you're not going to bring your phone. Um, or your iPad in the shower, but you bring your, you know, in the bathroom, you can have the, uh, your phone or your iPad and on YouTube, you can, you can find these easy. Um, Look up the karaoke version of that song. Okay. Pull it up, put it on pause. Okay. And go 
go towards the shower, have the shower going all nice and warm. And right before you get in there, hit play and jump in the shower. And I d- I've done this before myself with uh, Karen Carpenter, the Carpenters. Oh, love the Carpenters. Okay. Yes. And see. I'm in that range. You know, I'm in that range. I'm not a BG. I'm in the range of Karen Carpenter. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'll put on the Carpenters. And sometimes I'll just, I'll, you know, I'll play the like their whole album. It doesn't have to be karaoke. But I like the oh, yeah. karaoke version because it's only my voice. And just because you're in warm water and this acoustics are great in there, right? And just sing along to that song that you love. Or if you even have an album that you, you know, that you really love, we got Spotify and all that stuff. But if you sing along to those songs that you really love in the shower where you're relaxed, it's warm, the acoustics are great, you're going to all of a sudden go, you know what? I sound pretty good. I sound actually pretty good. Even if you're someone who's like my wife can't sing. <laughs> I mean, she could sing, but she, a little bit off tune. But when you sing something that you really love, you think you're a rock star, right? Mm-hmm. And that just helps you get a little bit more comfortable with your voice. You have to do it a few times to actually feel that that moment. But um, yes, it's the Carpenters for me. What's for you? What song? Would yeah, be- we'll be right back after we go to the bathroom. Remember that part on the album yeah. when they would sing that? Yeah. yeah do you that's on the album that's on the carpenter's album right yeah he sang yeah i love i grew up with that that was like i love that album i love all their albums but yes i sang that the carpenters were just yeah that was it for me that was it they for were me. really really good and uh, then- i don't know if i have a favorite though but yeah i could sing the carpenter i probably could sing all their songs i probably know them I all think, by heart i think fleetwood mac i probably burned a hole through that record mm-hmm. um boz skaggs do you remember boz course but i that was that my that wouldn't have made my list but it's interesting that's an interesting yeah it's good actually that was an album too i was like yeah Mm -hmm. i like that again that's in my range (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh my gosh i was a queen was big for me i listened to queen Queen a lot i just bohemian rhapsody like bohemian rhapsody yeah still to this day if you're in the car it doesn't matter who you're with you sing it and everybody at that one point does that whole thing yep <laughs> <laughs> that whole head we're geeking thing. out over here now uh, no. <laughs> <We're> doing... <laughs> so so what are some other uh, what do you what are some other like tips that you uh would like to give the audience about um creating their podcast either the the you know the, the podcast if it's just audio that's great but also the video podcast what are some other tips that you want to drop um you know I have a lot of different, I just met with a client today who's starting a podcast. He's trekking across the longest walk. It's going to take him like 18 months. It's going from like uh, South Africa to Russia somewhere and somewhere, but yes. So we're talking about it and I was giving him some tips and I said, engage your audience. I think engagement is one of the biggest things that I, people forget. So um, make sure you're talking with them. Like you're talking to a friend and you're saying, how do you like this? And this is something you could do. And you're, you're including them. So that's like, especially if it's a business that you have, and that's why you're doing your podcast. Don't talk about yourself as much and see how you can include your audience and what you're saying. Um, don't have inside jokes. If you have an interview, if you're, if, if Christine and I talked last week and we told a joke <laughs> and then we brought it up today and we're like, Oh, remember when we said that last week? Remember that was so that, funny. Remember that, oh my God. Remember that and chicken? Then, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the audience has no clue what you're talking about. No, don't do that. <laughs> That's like a don't do that kind of thing because they're not included. If you want to talk about that and you want to tell them why we think chickens are funny and what that joke was about, we didn't have a chicken joke. Otherwise I would tell you the joke, but, um, if, uh, tell them the joke, then let them in on it. Say, you know what? We were talking last week and we talked about this and, and explain it to them so that they can be part of it and bring them in, always be bringing them in and including them in what you're talking about. So those are like some of the big ones. I think people like to do the interviews, um, is, which is better. Mm, I think both are great and they both have their benefits. So yeah. yes. you don't have to just do interviews and you don't have to just do solo. I think you can do both. 
Yes. And I think they both deserve a place in the mix of things because absolutely my, some of my solo stuff has been better than my interviews. I did a solo one on Thanksgiving favorites and it's like, was huge for me. I was like, what? <laughs> so well, because, because it's your show and that's the thing mm -hmm. is that you, it's yours. So you can create it. You can do it any way you want. If you want an hour long yeah. show, you want a 40 minute show or a 30 minute show. I do know that the, I, I, I mean, you and I both know the attention span of the human is like gone to that of a gnat. It's yes because of all this quick, you know, social media stuff. So it's not as, um, unless you're a Joe Rogan, who, you know, has a three hour show and everybody listens to every single word um, or a Russell brand, but for the most, for, for most right. having a super long, um, you know, show is not going to hold the audience necessarily um, for a super long time that said um, I do enjoy because I'm from radio days I do enjoy the interview format that's why I have yeah. my out of the box with Christine podcast because it's long format it's interview get to know the person it's really like a profile uh, piece a bit but conversation and then I have a micro podcast or you know five minutes or less each episode and that is the micro podcast on podcasting. And all that is, is tips, tricks, you know, wh what microphone do I think you should have? Um, how do, where do you get your theme music? What about legal stuff? That is just me speaking to the audience. And I know exactly who they are. They're people that want a podcast. So it's just me mm -hmm. speaking directly to them about a short subject matter. So it's like a how-to thing or a step or a tip. Um, and that's just me. There's not a lot of conversation going on. Once in a while, I'll bring somebody in uh, that and I'll have a little snippet of a conversation, um, especially if I think they're dropping some, you know, major uh, gems. But yeah, I like that. Now, oh, here's the biggest, here's the question. And I, I know you're, I don't know how you're going to respond to this, actually. Um, I know my perspective uh, Folks who are starting podcasts come to me and sometimes they'll say, so this, it seems like a lot to do this myself. I'm thinking about having a co-host to go solo or to have a co-host. What are your thoughts? The clever biatch. Ah, I've done both. It's, it all depends on your schedule. If you are flexible with your schedule and have a lot of time and want to share the responsibility, you can get a co-host. I love having a co-host for longer shows because it keeps the conversation a little more vibrant and uh, it, it just feel, it feels a little easier. It's not as much pressure on yourself, but I also, for a short, for short format, I really like solo stuff. I think it's a little more challenging it does put yourself out there. You don't have a lot of net around you to catch you, right? It's just you. But since podcasting doesn't really have any rules per se, you know, if you are doing a, if you're doing short form and you're doing a solo episode, it can be 10 minutes. It can be five minutes. It can be 12 minutes. There aren't any real rules that are in place that say you can only do, you have to do it. It has to be 10 minutes and you, oh my gosh, when you're editing it, you have to get it down to that 10 minute. You don't. No, you don't. You make your own rules, right? So uh, I think there's more flexibility in solo. It's a little harder, but I think there's more flexibility and you can do it on your own time. Co-hosting, uh, it can be a lot of fun. It can also, you know, be a little more tricky when it comes to the timing of things. And um, it's probably going to be something that's longer because you get chatty and you want to talk. And so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm like in the middle. I like both. And so because I like both, I do both. I'm, I'm a lone wolf. <laughs> no, no, no. And, and this is just because probably because I'm a control freak and I, cause I was a producer for so long. I like to have yeah. control, right. Uh, not in a conversation like with, with you, like I, I know that's going to be great, but um, I've had quite a few clients who start off and they say, since this is going to be you know, a lot and I'm very excited about it my best friend, my cousin, my spouse, my kid, we want to, we want to put a podcast together. Right. And so I'll work with both of them sometimes. Uh, and what will happen 
one person, the person that was really excited about it is paying for everything, right? They're, they're, they're paying for the podcast platform, uh, the microphones, whatever, the training with me, let's say, um, all the equipment. And that other person is all, you know, I'm so busy, I can't make it. Or they, they promise in the beginning that they'll post it on their social media. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll both promote it. We'll, we'll get the word out. And then I swear 99% of the time, there's just that one person who's doing all the work. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that gets old really quick. And it's not fair to that person. So unless you have a dynamic uh, relationship and you trust that person implicitly that you know that they're going to do, you know, either the same amount of work or they're going to really publicize it and promote it, um, be cautious. Because also, if it's called the Ted and Bob show, and Ted is doing all the work, and Bob is just a jerkamo, <laughs> and he's not showing up, and he's not doing any of the work, your show it's going to have to be, you know, the Ted and blank show, or just Ted by himself. Mm-hmm. I right? did that. <laughs> so I had a podcast. Well, so I had a podcast, and I had a co-host. And, um, I love doing, I love reality TV. And so we were doing a podcast and I, I, we sat down and we did our first episode, right? It was like, a let's just have a chat and let the audience get to know her and get to know me. And then we had planned to come out in the fall for the next reality season, I guess is what you would call it. Uh, it's, it's survivors. One of my favorite reality TV shows I'm addicted and she ended up being on the show in Australia Hey, uh, she was on uh, villains, heroes versus villains. The one season that was just out on survivor on survivor on, Nina. in Australia, in Australia, okay. Her name is Nina. Yeah. So Nina was going to do, she was going to co-host the show with me. And then like two weeks after we film, we, we recorded the, the first episode, she flew to Australia. Maybe it's like three weeks. She flew to Australia um, and then was uh, started filming in Australia. Her mom is Sandra, um, Sandra Diaz Twine. So Sandra Twine is a two-time winner of the United States version. So Nina was going to be my co-host and then she ended up being on the show. So I covered her and I talked about her and I got to message with her and get little little tidbits from her, but I didn't, uh, I wasn't able to have her as a co-host. But that first episode was so fabulous. <laughs> but... <laughs> so yeah you never know things happen if you get everything planned and you get rolling on it and then all of a sudden it doesn't happen um yeah so be really careful that's where contracts are really really great like yeah yes set yourself don't don't screw yourself up it's it's tough and i know the production thing i produced a show this last year and i had two like there were two hosts and a moderator and that was a lot it's a lot and you get people with all their personalities and all their stuff yeah uh, yes, <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> well, like I equate it to like a family with you know, like the new puppy syndrome, and mm-hmm. everybody's like, "Oh, let's get a new puppy." Yeah, the puppy's gonna be so Yay. great. He's gonna be cute. We can. Oh, we can do. We'll we'll take him for walks. We'll me 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 me. And that new puppy, you get that new puppy, and then like after a couple of weeks, you know, it's not getting walked. You know, it's just sitting on the couch. We've like, got gotta feed that. Gotta feed that puppy again. You know, yeah. <laughs> so think of your podcast like a puppy. So if you're going to commit to a podcast, you want whoever's involved, right? If it's just you, make sure that you can give that puppy podcast the attention it deserves. Yes. And if it's you and somebody else, just make sure that it's, you know, equitable, equitable. The distribution of work is equitable. Um, yes. You had mentioned Divide something. up the tasks. <laughs> you had mentioned something too, but uh, like contract agreement. A biggie that a lot of people who are just starting off podcasting do not know and do not do. And I tell every single one of my clients, you've got to have a guest release form. If you have a guest on, you have to have a guest release form. And uh, and they'll go, well, I just thought that the person would enjoy, you know, coming on the show. Why would there be a problem? And I just say, you know what? It, you just you never know. And um, you signed a, a guest release form. I did. Come on the show. And it yes, wasn't so I did. bad, was it? It wasn't no. painful? 
Oh, no, it was fine. Um, I, so important. Guest, guest release. And, and here's an example of reason why that's so incredibly important. So if you have a guest on that has a specific opinion, um, say, you know, on a topic that may or may not be controversial and they've agreed to be on your show and you have the show and they're great and you you publish the show it's out there it's now it's now out on everywhere and people are listening to it and you're doing really well and you're loving your podcast and then about six eight months a year later you have another guest on and they have an, a different opinion on the same topic it has happened that the person that was originally on your show with their one opinion doesn't like that you had this other opinion mm-hmm. and they are going to come after you and try to tell you, you have to take their episode down because they had this new guest on that has a different opinion. It's happened. I just heard about a case that happened. So it's crazy what people do. And they had a great time and everything was great for a year until you put something else on that was contradictory. And then there, cause you want to give everyone a voice. Um, you know, and that, that, that can happen. I know it sounds like it's like a big, crazy thing, but like avoid it. It's so simple just to have a simple release. Pod, listen, guests are used to that. Podcasters are used to that. Yeah. We're used to signing. I didn't even blink an eye when you said sign the guest release form. Sure. Get that done. Not a problem. You know, oh, it was you- harder finding a picture to use than it was signing the release <laughs> form. Come this on is, now. This is another tip that I give because, because, uh, because uh, people go, oh, <laughs> I said you need to have a guest release form and Gordon Firemark. I don't know if you're familiar with Gordon. Gordon is the Love. he yes, is I work the, with Gordon all the time. Okay. He's the podcast lawyer. Um he's brilliant. And he has a you can you can look him up and he has a free uh guest release form thingy that you can uh download and you just put your information in there, right? Um so when I was when I was early coaching I said, you know, make sure you have a guest release form and here's Gordon's uh, guest release form. And so I had a client who said, um, well, first of all, she didn't get the, she did all these shows and she hadn't gotten the guest release form and get this. She was doing the episodes so that each episode was going to be a chapter in a book. And I was like, oh, you cannot write that book and publish it if you don't have a release form from these people whose words you're going to be using in the book. Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh, okay. So she had to go back to them. First of all, some people were like, no, I'm not signing it. And she just gave them, she just sent them this legal document, right? So here's my tip for you all. I use something called uh, JotForm and it's free. Mm -hmm. Just look it up, JotForm.com, I think. And you, you, you create forms out of it, right? And so what I do, and Bree will back me up on this, is I will ask, of course, I'll ask for your, you know, your name, uh, your job title or claim to fame, how you want to be introduced, uh, your email, your uh, website. And then I say, but instead of just saying website, I say website you wish to promote. And then I'll mm-hmm. say social media page you wish to promote. And then I ask, what's your greatest superpower? Um, and then I actually ask, what are some topics that you would like to discuss? Please share any links to any offers because some people have offers and we're going to talk about yours in just a second. But then I ask for a, a high resolution for a good, um, image of my guest. So before I even get to that little bit of legal stuff, I'm already showing my guests that I'm, this is going to be good for them, right? It's not all about me and what I get. It's about promoting them their business um putting their website in the show you know in the show notes all that stuff so i get much better response from people when they have all that stuff beforehand oh she really wants to know like what my superpower is and what my website is and this is awesome then you have that little bit of legal and it's like oh by the way and then they have to sign it and submit it and then you're good to go but you have yep. to cover yourself on that. You absolutely do. Gordon has some, I think he has some nightmare stories about people not doing He does. It. I just met with him. I had a meeting with him two days ago. <laughs> I'll see oh, him tomorrow morning. So I, I'm good friends with Gordon and we're going to be working on a new show together um, pretty soon here. So I'm excited for that. I get to help produce it. That's so awesome. Um, but 
I know. I'm so, I love producing. I love being behind the camera and pushing buttons um, as well as being in front sometimes, but uh, yeah, you have to, you have to do it. And, and the other thing about it is, is that, you know, you're, you're coming on, your guests are coming on with you to share themselves, to share what they're working on, to share uh, tips and tricks and, and, and you're, and that's validating who they are, right? That's, that's saying to them, you know, we're bringing you on because you know what you're talking about. You're considered an expert, maybe not like the term expert, but like that you're knowledgeable in that area. And so people are going to want to work with you or know you more. And in exchange for that, I want to be able to do all the things. And my dog agrees that I can do all <laughs> of the things to, you know, help me get my business and get my podcast out there. And so I think it's a mutual respect thing, right? Yeah. I'm giving you this, I'm giving you the platform. You can like, I can, when I share your, when, when, when we're done, this is put, this is produced, it's out there uh, and it's all published and people can watch this. I have the ability to share that. And I can say, I was on Christine Blasdale's podcast, right? And so that's a good thing for me too. I'm yeah. getting a lot out of it. So it just behooves you. So don't forget to make that. And people, like I said, it's so commonplace now. It's expected. Um, and it just, it's the right thing. It like just makes you look like you have your act together, actually, because yeah. that's what you should be doing as a podcaster. And, 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 and do it before you do all the interviews or a full season or. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> right away. Before, like, you know. It is, it is a great idea. And, 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 you know, mm -hmm. that's part of repurposing, you know, the, repurposing your podcast. You put a lot of work into your podcast and your podcast, your video, you do a lot mm -hmm. of work. And so it's important to repurpose that content. It's not just a one-off, right? So repurpose that content. If you, if you have a podcast, that's, uh, let's say along the lines, something like the micro podcast on podcasting, where you're teaching somebody the steps or the tips, or you, maybe you have um um your your you know sober you know um you're like the the, go, the guru for sober sobriety and you have in each episode you give people you know some advice on how they can handle that you know maybe when they go out with friends or they're going to a sporting event or something like that if you have these these type of things you're going to want to repurpose that content and and that means like in social media. So like on your smart device, TikToks, Instagrams, you can take short snippets and repurpose that. But you can also repurpose the content of your episodes. Get it, you have transcriptions. You know, you can make that be a chapter in a book or a module in a course. So think along those lines, too, when you're creating your podcast, not just you're just going to talk about whatever's going on, but maybe give it some evergreen legs as well. So it's not just tied to something that's just happened. Um, it's different with the show if you're doing a show on like reality, you know, TV or something like that. But if it's a bit of an evergreen topic and it can help people out, repurpose it. Uh, that's my favorite thing. One of my favorite things about uh, podcasting is the repurposing element and yeah. what you can do. What have you repurposed? And the discover. I have. I've repurposed some things. I I like the I like the fact that you know, for me, and this is the thing that's super, super cool about podcasts, right? So people will search for things, people will look for things and they're going to like, oh, that topic is like, that's, I want to listen to that. And then they get into it and they go, oh, this is Christine. She's awesome. I need more. And they start listening to more of your episodes. And so you, it, unlike like a TV show where it's like off the air or you have to go find it somewhere else they can go find things that you might've done a year ago or a guest that you had yeah. on a year ago. And so they're constantly rediscovering the people that you've interviewed or the episodes and the information that you've put out there. It's out there. And so, yeah, repurpose it, find the best. I always want to do a best of that's one of my things. I haven't done it yet, but I want to do like the, I've seen, I've heard episodes where the, the best little snippets and it's like, oh, that's such a nice, it's like a, it's like dangling this, like this delicious treat in front of people going, oh, if you're just going to take one bite, take a bite of this one and get a flavor for all the things that are me and what I do. And so I really want to do it of those, but I haven't because it takes so much time. It takes time. But I know, yeah. it's, on my list. it's like a montage it's like a best of montage yeah. type thing yeah yeah that no that's but, a great idea 
It's so awesome because people, it's like a, it's like a, you know, a flight, right? You know, you go out, all you get drinks or you can get like a whole bunch of like a buffet with all the different food. You take a little bite of everything or like a little, like a, this much beer who wants to drink that much beer, but like on a flight, you can try stuff. Right. So like a best of when you can repurpose that way is like, you're serving them a flight of all of your best and you're like, have a sample, try them all. <laughs> Right. And then they get to go, Oh, Oh, like that. Oh, I got to go hear that whole episode now. Right. Hello, bingers. Come see, come see me and hang out with me because we love it when people binge because the algorithms go up and they like, it makes us look even better. And we love that. Um, but it gives them a taste and a sample of all of the different things that you're doing. And so they get a really fast, quick picture of who you are and your podcast are. So I like repurposing for that reason, almost like that's my favorite reason to do it. Yeah, uh, I, I I agree, and we do love bingers. If you got if if you guys want to binge on either of our podcasts, of course, out of the box with Christine or the uh, clever conversations with my guest the Brie Com- Campano, and oh, but you but you're but you're listed as the clever biatch on that one, right? I am. Yep, <laughs> I love I it. I am. I love it. Yeah, we get a little crazy. There's a little swearing going on. I don't hold back. I let everybody just kind of say what they want to say. Um, so it's definitely not for kids. Don't play it. Put the headphones on. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. So, yeah. Well, and then gonna... keep the cameras rolling, too. That's the other thing. Like, yeah. even when you're done, like, it's always good to let them roll. I had Hillary Russo on. Um, she's a newscaster out of New York City. She was on the desk during 9-11 and um, she now has a podcast. She's a dear friend of mine. And we had so much fun that we just kind of kept recording afterwards. <laughs> and so, but then we had all this bonus. She's like, this will be great bonus content. So don't forget bonus stuff too, because they love it. They love it. And and we're going to, I'm going to make sure cue. there's the dog. We're going to make sure um, I'll put the link to your podcast as well as uh as your website as uh beyondreach.live is that that's the best one yeah beyondreach.live it is my newest endeavor it is like it's beyond reach institute it's a platform a place for I call it an incubator, basically for for podcasters that want to that are already podcasting or if you know or an artist or we have artists and then we have gamers we have sports guides we have filmmakers, every kind of everybody together, radio people. Um, it's for them to level up. If they've gotten through podcasting and they've like gotten their show out there and they want to do what's next. So they want to learn other fields and do more things and find a community to hang out with. That's what we do. And I have a course in there. So we teach like, it's like the 201 or the 301 level college classes instead of like the 101 and I need to get started. Um, I wanted that next thing for people to like, okay, this is a lot of work and I don't know where I want to go next and I want to do more, but I need a team and I'm like, come join us and hang out. So that's what I'm doing. And I'm doing 50% off uh, this month. So the month of August, it's $29.99 a month, but you can get in for $14.99 a month. And that, that is good. That's like, that's that price gets set for you. You know, it doesn't change. So once you get in, that's like a Spotify subscription. That's easy. I know it's a deal, right? It's a deal. So 50% off uh, on memberships at, at Beyond All Reach, month. the incubator, and it's beyondreach.live. I'll put the link yes. um, as well there so that you guys can reach out and take advantage of of her generous, generous offer. But also I love that idea of like just, and it's it's a bit of upskilling too when you're with people that are, you know, at that level who want to grow, right? Yeah. Who want to expand their knowledge base and their skill set. I love that. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll put that in there. Brie, it's Thanks. been so much fun. I adore you. You can come back any old time, anytime. Thank you. Absolutely. I want <laughs> to come to your studio though. I want to come down to your studio. Yeah, That's come like, to Australia. Wanna... Come down, come yes. over to Australia. We'll talk That'd about survivor. What a great place to have a survivor show because every <sighs> single animal insect, you name it is like deadly here. Yeah. <laughs> and I know you're, I know your Australian fans are going to want to, I know what they're thinking. They're like, okay, she likes reality show. She likes Survivor, which is better, the U.S. version or the Australian version. And I'll tell you, it's Australia. Really? Oh, yeah. Don't tell Jeff Probst I said that, but yes. <laughs> okay. Really? Is it because it's so dangerous here in Australia? It's dangerous. It's longer. 
I, the challenges yeah. are a lot more challenging. I just really like it a lot better. Um, I like, and the, they just won. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm going to say it wrong. What is the award that they Logie? just handed out? Not what a Logie. A Logie, yes. Yes. Yeah. And they just won a Logie for it. Uh, congratulations to them. Um, but yes, are, I are the I, most are most of the participants Australian? Too? Yes, they were well, all that's, Australian. That's part of it because that. Let me tell you, Aussies are tough, Except man. Except for Nina. They're like, oh, a snake just bit me in my on my <laughs> on my wrist. I better just suck the venom out. Right, that's all right. Let's go for a beer. <laughs> yeah, I think somebody did get bit or stung by something, and they were like, yeah, they peed yeah. on it or something. It's so crazy. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, it's ah, so Aussie. You know? It's so Aussie. Their arm could be hanging off. It's like, all right, mate, let's go to the pub. Come on. <laughs> that's my horrible, horrible imitation of an Aussie. Um, but thank you so very much, Bree, for, for being on the show. I adore you. Um, let's let's create stuff together. OK, let's just, just do it. Let's just manifest a bunch of stuff. All right. Um, and thank you. Of course. Thank you. Wonderful listeners and viewers who uh, have caught the show today. If you enjoyed this and you think someone else would share it, don't just keep it to your little stingy self. Share it on your social media if you get a chance. And if you haven't subscribed yet, you better subscribe either to the YouTube channel or you can subscribe on Apple, Spotify, you name it. Um, even though Apple is the, where I get most of my reviews, Spotify is like right up there. So I know that a lot of you listen to us on Spotify. So thank you so much for all that great stuff. If you want more information about me, of course, you can go to christineblasdale.com. I'll leave all the links in the show notes. And um, until next time, as I always say, remember to think outside that damn box. Bye for now.